world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince. This is my co-host, my partner in truth, my partner in funnies, uh, Andrea. Welcome, good morning, and good morning to all of you. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're happy to see you. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Andrea, good morning. We're going to jump into the news here in a moment, but how are you doing this morning? I know it's just absolutely freezing where you are and, you know, life's going, but... It is. We're What's supposed up? to get more snow, so a winter is apparently here, and um, just trying to survive that, which fun times. <laughs> but otherwise, it's Monday, and here we are again. Just oh, waiting yeah. for the rest of our election results to come out. You know, oh, election gosh. week is finally over. Um, maybe this is going to turn into election month. I don't really know. Election month. Election Pretty much, month. right? Pretty much is. We don't it's, have election day anymore. No, and it's uh, November 14th, 2022, and things are just not looking great across the board. It's bizarre. It's weird. It's Wonderland. I think we're stuck in Wonderland. Um, despite how hard we try and how close we get, we just keep getting kicked off the edge back into the hole, uh, it feels, right? That's what it seems yeah. like. Uh, the corruption's rampant. The communism's here. Yep. Our government's been taken over for over two years now. Well, about two years. Uh, over two years, yeah. Wow. And uh, here we are. Still uh, still at it. So, you know, this uh, situation is absolutely insane. I don't think there's no hope, but it's absolutely uh, troubling. Everything that we see worldwide. You know, considering all of the wars yeah. and potential for escalation and all this. It's absolutely insane. Thank you all. I see everyone's piling in here. Thank you. Hey, Jenica celebrating a 15 month subscription streak on D live mm-hmm. today. That's awesome. Thank you, Jenica. And she donated ice cream. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. No coming out of wonderland, right? Lisa. Yeah, Morning, you know, I, I hope people are now starting to understand that um, nobody's going to save us but ourselves. Seriously, you know, I was thinking that we, over the weekend. We need to start, you know, doubling down. And I, I don't, 
I don't know how that looks because the problem is, is the establishment has created so much and perpetrated so much fear with yeah. the pandemics and with the communism um, and yeah. the stealing of our rights, the stealing of our elections, the persecutions of, you know, millions of Americans across this nation and people are scared. People are legitimately, and they should be, but now is the time for us to stand up, you know, put our fear behind us, um, put your faith in whatever higher power you believe in and speak for the truth and speak for honesty and integrity and the, the betterment of humankind. And, you know, people, I hear people all the time, you know, say that we're a republic. We are 100% supposed to be a constitutional republic. That's what our, how our country was founded. But you hear this word democracy all the time. Democracy, democracy, democracy. And which is mob rule. And mm -hmm. typically a democracy will only last about 200 years. And I think that with the research that I've done, and this is just my opinion, I would say that our country has been run as a democracy for about 100 years. So we have about 100 years left of this democracy, if that's what we're... And right now, our country is being run as a democracy. We're not being ran as a constitutional republic anymore. And we haven't been for mm. a very long time, even though that's what we are. We're supposed to be. I don't even know if it's a proper democracy, though, honestly. It's really, it's not. It's some kind of convoluted form of democracy. But that is how our country is being ran, is it's being ran as a democracy. So when these liberals and these Democrats come out and they say, we've got to preserve democracy, they genuinely mean that. That's why they want to switch our electoral system to a popular vote count is because they want mob rule. And if our country was truly being ran as a constitutional republic, you what you would see on that map of the United States that's all red with just blue spots here and there is you would see a majority Congress or majority government that's made up of at least 80 to 85% Republicans. That's not what we're seeing. And it's because of, so take out voter fraud for a minute. Let's just take that completely out of the equation. You have huge cities across this country, New York City, LA, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle. These are the ones that are making decisions for the rest of the states. These are the cities that are making the decisions on what the government looks like in the state. So, you know, there were bills passed in Oregon that were only passed from like three different counties, four different counties. Right. Um, you've got Multnomah County, Clackamas County, Washington County, Benton County, where huge populations of people live. That is yeah. not how a republic works. So the right. the 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 people that are in eastern oregon and central yeah. oregon are completely disenfranchised because of this mob rule yeah and that's and not what our founding fathers intended i don't think uh back to what i said i don't think it's actual an actual clean democracy i, I think there's a lot of people that go against the grain inside these cities i do i think it's the silent majority um, you know, me being an, an example, I live in a red county, but the county just a couple miles above me is like 70 plus percent on, according to their numbers, blue, which doesn't make sense. Like, or maybe even almost 80%. And it's just like, the numbers don't jive. I think that on top of this mixture being there, mm -hmm. um, I think that it might even actually, some of these states might actually be red, even in the popular sense of things in a democratic way they might be red and the fraud puts them over that edge um, i think that if the fraud doesn't put them over the edge <clears throat> what they're doing is a lot of work to brainwash the masses inside these communities i think that it's extremely targeted the populous areas are targeted in order to perpetrate the most influence they can over elections um, mm -hmm. And you see violence in these states, you see corruption, you see collusion, you see just rampant 
nasty stuff. Um, And I think it all comes together to have the perfect storm of election fraud every election season. And that's what we're seeing. And it's uh, unfortunate. Yeah. And there are things that we can do, you know, and as time goes by, um, we'll discuss some of those things on here because I think they're important conversations to have um, and where we can work on fixing things. But we're going to need to unite together to do that, you know, and it's it's a tricky subject, right? Because they've worked really hard at trying to divide all of us. Mm-hmm. And now you even see um, division among Republicans or division oh, yeah. among Democrats. It's psychological warfare. Mm-hmm. And there's infighting within within parties now. Yeah. And um, st- you've got... I'm trying to stay out of all that. I think it's manipulation yeah. and it's psychological warfare. It really is. I'm just kind of sitting back and watching because today it's one thing, it tomorrow is, it'll be something else. It is a very real problem, though. Yeah. You know, because um, the further they can divide us, they divide us by a political party, mm-hmm. by religion, by morals and ethics. And the, the further they can divide us, the better chance they have of winning. So that's kind of where we're at. We got to start putting some of these hot topic items to bed and find the common ground in things. Hmm. You know, I think everybody wants free speech, you know, um, the, the, what we need to work on is convincing Democrats or liberals that, you know, you can't take free speech away from one group of people without taking it away from all of them. And so by fighting with, for them, for fighting for the suppression of speech from the opposite side, they're also, you know, voting or hoping to suppress their own speech, you know, because when the tables are turned, what do they think is going to happen? And that's what I don't think anybody realizes is that suppression is suppression and it suppresses everyone. Yeah. It's interesting. And you know, we could tell them all we want the truth. Mm -hmm. Um, But it comes back to the old phrase. You can't tell the people you need to show the people. I think that, you know, obviously we're not at the precipice yet. We're maybe damn close, but uh, I mean, look around us. I think, it's going to take more and that's scary because what's next you know we're at the last stages of genocide people are dying from this uh from the hoax vaccine or uh yeah from the vaccine and from the china virus or ukraine virus or whatever you want to call it who knows right um, i think there's something a lot more sinister going on there though with the what with, with that with the virus i think there's a, a deeper uh agenda there with that virus then there i don't think it's all about genocide i really don't i Mm -hmm. think that genocide is kind of a side effect of Mm. what they're trying to accomplish interesting Um, it could be yeah that's a that's a conversation for another day that could be true who knows it it seems like that could be the case um gene altering substances um but i think um things will have to get worse for certain people in order for them to see the light. Um, you know, because we could tell somebody, you know, if you're censoring me, eventually you're going to get censored. And well, meanwhile, they're able to say whatever they want because they're following the establishment saying things that are acceptable according to the administration, right? The tyrants. So they're not being censored. They don't see it. They think it's fake news. They think you're stupid. They think you're a conspiracy theorist and that they're correct. And all, so it's kind of impossible to explain to somebody who's that close-minded and experiencing those things. Um, yeah. As soon as they are censored, which we're starting to see a little bit more with, with Elon taking over Twitter, um, I think we're going to start seeing more violence. I think that that's what they're going to do. Um, they're going to turn against themselves in a way could be um we'll see what happens but man let's get into some news let's do it uh let's just take a quick look over here at the markets uh 
Uh, we've got the markets are pretty much flat today. Um, gold and silver are about where they've been. Silver is approaching twenty-two dollars. Gold is at seventeen seventy-three. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. This is real interesting, and we're gonna do a kind of a deep dive tonight, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead on this one. Okay, so we got FTX CEO Sam Bankman Fried admits FTX was a crypto laundromat for Ukrainian governments. Um, it, it's really not surprising. So in here, the CEO of now bankrupt FTX admitted that FTX was nothing more than a laundromat for the Ukrainian government. Yesterday, the Gateway Pundit reported that the now bankrupt FTX was transferring money to Ukraine and then laundering money back from Ukraine to the Democrat Party. We've identified an interview where Bankman Fried admitted that FTX was laundering money for the Ukrainian government. And they've got the link to that. Um, all the money that the U.S. sent to Ukraine over the past two decades needs to be audited and investigated. How many billions of U.S. dollars sent to Ukraine ended up back in the pockets of U.S. politicians? Um, we always knew that Ukraine was a money laundering scheme anyway. So this is really not of any surprise. This was just the um, the storefront for that to happen. Yeah. And now that, you know, they sent all of our money over there, laundered it and cleaned it and sent it all back to U.S. politicians, and they've used that money to um, further enrich themselves. You know, they've... When we talk about the transference of wealth, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about them stealing our tax dollars, sending it overseas, washing it in their laundromat, and sending it back to themselves. So they they send, you know, eighteen billion dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine gets a billion of it. They wash seventeen billion of it, and they send it back to U.S. politicians. And that's how it works because, um. They can't just give it to themselves. So, yeah. I have a theory you know, too. I think I think Hunter probably helped them devise all these plans and kind of work behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. oh, Hunter, he's young and savvy. He knows about crypto. He's he knows a way to get us billions. And now we're seeing the results. This is just speculation on my part, but this story has so much information. Literally, that they're giving 10% back to Democrats from this huge multi-billion dollar money laundering scheme and that this uh, 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 Bankman Freed fellow has left the country. Um, there's a lot of information. And, uh, and I do think that there is a country out there that is uh, calling for investigations. I can't remember which one it was. Um the Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office is going to investigate the FTX downfall, according to Reuters. Are they going to do a good job, or are they going to do a corrupt, sickly job? Um, we'll see. <laughs> well, they have to, you know, control the... Democrats have to be the ones that control that audit, otherwise they right. get caught, right? The Democrats are going to jump in and say, oh, we're going to investigate, don't you worry. Oh, you know what? You're right. We found huge issues with crypto we need to regulate all crypto and as a matter if you use crypto you're the devil and we need to regulate it all don't worry the government will keep everybody safe yeah esg crypto everybody let's go woohoo and then they'll really be able to money launder and protect mm -hmm. themselves with crypto which and, we don't and control you over yeah. it that's the move they're gonna try to regulate the shit out of it and take control again yeah well and you know um there are decentralized cryptos and there crypto is one of those things that needs to stay decentralized absolutely um, people need to stay in control of it um and it needs to be done you know decoupled from the governments any governments i don't care what government it is um and if we can make that happen then but they're of course going to fight it with everything they've got they want a centralized everything so, and you know, for those of you out there who do have questions about crypto, the Social Red Pill has a crypto program, a crypto mastermind that Josh hosts, and um, he's very knowledgeable about it. I'm part of the crypto group. I haven't went to one of the crypto masterminds for a while because I've just been busy with other things, but there's a lot of information that gets shared there and a lot of really smart people that really understand cryptocurrencies 
and can answer questions and help you out and stuff, you know, so that's always an option. It is a subscription package um, for the crypto mastermind, but it's probably one of the cheapest that you'll ever find if you're interested in learning about it and really understanding how it works. So, you know, you can find that you can reach out to myself or Josh or Vince and any one of us could help you, you know, get, get signed up for that if it's something you're interested in on the social red bill it's just another way to support what we're doing here yep so that's a good good stuff um obviously yeah it's this this situation's huge and um josh has a lot of the research down already and is going to go deeper into this one thing i found pretty funny it's actually not funny it makes me sick but um mm-hmm. Oops. Oh, fuck, of course. Funny isn't ironic. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum scrubbed a page about the F- FTX crypto exchange from its website. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, what do you know? The WEF was involved and they're uh, <laughs> covering their tracks. I wonder if the Wayback Machine has any information. Oh, I'm sure it does. Oh, let me help you. Thank you, News Nancy 9 World Economic Forum had a website, allegedly, according to this tweet. That's not verified, but but it's but it's, I would imagine this is true. It says, FTX is a cryptocurrency exchange built by traders for traders. FTX offers innovative products, including industry-first derivatives, options, volatility products, and leveraged tokens. It strives to develop a platform robust enough for professional trading firms and intuitive enough for first-time users headquarters in the bahamas and the world economic forum was pushing it on their website whoa that's weird huh yeah actually it's not um, it's not nope it's not weird at all it's you know they do this they create these things and people that don't know how to research on the cryptocurrencies and how to find out information about these cryptocurrencies who started them what they offer what technology is behind them they they go off of you know the stuff that they find on the internet with no real knowledge of how this stuff works or how to research it and that's the one thing that i liked about the crypto mastermind is that it helps teach you how to do that stuff it teaches mm-hmm. you how to research it and look into it and find out who's behind it and what their agenda is yes because it the truth of the matter is it is risky mm-hmm. um, any type of any investment, investment is And there are ways to mitigate that risk and ways to go about positioning yourself strategically to benefit and overall for crypto to benefit in the end. Um, I think your point of staying away from certain cryptos or staying with decentralized systems and actually wisely investing is Mm -hmm. key. You know, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, for instance. And people are scared of crypto. And I'll just say this. You don't, obviously, if I have $100,000 um, for investing long term, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put most of that into crypto. I'll probably put ten grand, maybe. And that's a lot. A lot of people are like, I'm only going to put 1% or 2% of my investments into crypto because it's just so risky. Um, but to me, I'm more of a high risk kind of a guy, high risk, high reward. So I'd probably go towards 10% or maybe 20%, but you have to know the risk with any investment. And that goes for gold and silver that goes for Mm -hmm. stocks that goes for anything you're purchasing really. Um, it's just something to think about anyway. Um, what else do we have? Did you see this story? How weird. Not really. I mean, I'm not surprised. I kind of saw this this morning, and it is, and I have kind of an opinion about it. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, let's go. What do you got? So Jeff Bezos says he'll give away most of his $124 billion before he dies. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos says he will give away the bulk of his $124 billion fortune in his lifetime. Bezos and his partner, Lauren Sanchez, explain how the former Amazon CEO will donate the majority of his billions to fight climate change. Bezos told CNN that he and Sanchez are establishing a framework to determine how to donate his wealth. 
The Amazon chair didn't specify exactly how much he plans to give away. Some of the funds will also be used to support individuals who seek to unite the world at a time of political and social upheaval. Um, he's the fourth richest man in the world. And um, according to Bloomberg Billionaires Index, unlike other billionaires on the list, such as Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, Bezos has not signed on to the giving pledge. An organization designed to help the world's richest people donate the majority of their wealth, either in their lifetimes or their wills. The former CEO runs the Bezos Earth Fund, which he established to fight climate change. But his commitments to other charitable endeavors are dwarfed by his fellow billionaires. In particular, Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott, whose net worth is valued at $23.8 billion, has donated $10.2 billion more than Bezos and a little more than two years. Um, and then he goes on to talk. And, but he did say one thing, and I saw this on Twitter. He said that it would be difficult for him to do that. So I think that a lot of these billionaires are like the, that are like hit, like Bezos are getting pressured from politicians and from outside sources. And I think they're, oh, you're on mute. Politicians and puppet masters. Politicians and puppet masters. And I think they're being forced to do some of this stuff. Um, I don't think that this, you know, most likely he was told, look, you're either going to do this or we're going to run you into the ground. Um, they, they use blackmail and they strong arm people. That's what they do. And these billionaires, this is how they fund all of this stuff is they have to strong arm these billionaires into funding their slush funds and their money laundering schemes so that they can stay in control. Um, you know, I, I, I don't see Bezos fighting back. Yeah. So, and if they don't have these avenues to launder money and steal money from people, they really can't retain power, like you just said. And yeah. I think we might be seeing this kind of happening with Ukraine right now. Yeah. Because FTX Ukraine crash. is still crying. Ukraine is still crying about how broke they are and they can't support their government and they can't do this and they don't have any weapons and they can't fight. It's like, well, Jesus, with as much money as we've been sending you and as many weapons as we've been sending you, you should be set for years because you've taken the whole entire, you know, almost the whole entire stockpile of weapons from the United States that we had. And other countries. And other countries. And we're yeah. a huge, we're way bigger country than Ukraine is. So if all of our arms and stuff is over there, why aren't you able to defend yourself? I think they're, yeah, it's a lot. It's, of it's because it's not actually going there. Because it's not ending up there, and the money isn't going there, the weapons aren't going there, it's just a front. Because the truth of the matter is, as much as people, regardless of what side you're on, and I'm going to say this is probably going to piss somebody off, but the United States really doesn't give a shit about Ukraine. That's the bottom line. The United States doesn't give a shit about it. All they care about is perpetrating their own agenda, and they're using Ukraine as a front to do that. Um, so all these people that are, are sitting there going, oh, but Ukraine, 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 and they put a Ukrainian flags in their bios and all of this stuff. They, if they really had any idea what the U.S. was doing, they'd be pissed. Oh, yeah. You hopefully know. the truth gets more Hopefully it comes widespread. out, but, you know, with our propaganda news machines that we have, I seriously doubt that it will. Well, Got to keep so. on trying. Yep, that's where we come in. College try. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little about a little bit about elections. More about elections. Impossible. Despite only seventeen percent Democrat turnout on election day, Katie Hobbs and Democrats are winning over fifty percent of Maricopa County election day totals. Yeah, this has some really good charts in it, and the charts really say it all. I mean, you don't really even need to read the article. Okay, cool. Let's look. Percent of returns by party by hour. All right. Percent of voters on the left. And then a timeline on the bottom from uh, different timelines. So, all right. Let's see. What are we looking at here? So we got red, blue, and other. Democrat, Republican, and other. 
Republicans are anywhere from 44 to 52.7% in each time frame. Oh, there's a 58. Oh, yeah, there's a 58. Yeah, 44.1 to 58.3% Republican in every single time frame. The average, I think, is 52.7. Is that what I'm getting? I don't know. But, yeah, I think it's around that 52-ish. Um, in comparison to Democrat, which is anywhere from... 13 to 22. <laughs> yeah, 13 to 22%. So less than half returns. Um, <laughs> and, and wow. So a lot of these people that are in the other column would be independents or people who chose not to answer the um because there was a data tracker uplift data tracking services so and this is by what you're registered as no so th this was polls that were done um and people answering questions and so down here towards the bottom i believe it says um somewhere in here that the other the other column so was either independents who leaned republican or people who chose not to answer the questions from the poll takers so this oh, is interesting yeah. so the numbers are actually higher so like i'm not registered republican but i voted republican so i'd probably fall into this gray section so these 50 percent approximations of republicans is probably actually 60 or 70 percent you know so these were this was based on polls that were done so i okay. think there were pollsters that were at the, the voting centers polling how people voted because mm. oh, it okay. says the other category is likely independence leaning republican and republican voters who refuse to talk to liberal pollsters okay. so that tells you that they're pollsters that were probably standing outside the polls asking people did you vote democrat or republican Oh. Um, and then people were like, well, other, because they just chose not to answer. Um, generally, the only time that people are going to say that is if they suspect that the pollsters are probably liberal. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want people to know that they voted like Republican. Antifa standing there with the fucking yeah. Klaus yeah. Schwab pin. Exactly. You've got Republicans received 52.7% of the vote, other received 30.7% of the vote, and Democrats received 16.6% of the vote. Yet we're seeing that Katie Hobbs is winning. I mean, oh, this is an absolute travesty. Yeah. And they're going to steal it. And I, you know, I said this last week, I'm like, there's no way that they can, or no, I think maybe I was talking to my family over the weekend. Actually, Well, we ended up naming one of our shows last week, deja vu, because I think I kind of felt the same way. I'm like, this is turning out to be exactly like two years ago where everything looked great. And then mm -hmm. they count last minute votes and cheat and it turns around and that's kind of what's happening. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, in the coming days. My my suspicion is is that Katie Hobbs is going to steal the election from Carrie Lake. Mm -hmm. And what is done about it is anybody's guess. Will anything be done about it or will it be brushed under the rug like everything else? Or will it take another two years like Arizona has already taken to begin with to um, process through their investigations? And, you know, if that's what they're planning a repeat of, then you can expect nothing to happen because nothing happened in 2020 when Arizona did this. And I don't think we're going to see anything different this time around. And that's just me. I got accused this weekend of being a pessimist. <laughs> so why do you have to be so negative is what I heard. And I'm not trying to be that way. I just, I'm a realist and I'm not going to sit there and go, Oh yeah, somebody's got all of this on tape and it's going to you know be resolved by next week. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know, I don't see any evidence of that happening. And I've already seen them get away with it once. So all I can do is go on what's happened in the past. Yeah, it feels like we need a miracle in order for this to be turned over at any time. That would be speedy. Um, and let's just say I, this girl does not believe in miracles like that. <laughs> it's not impossible, though. 1% chance? not impossible. Yeah, <laughs> that's about what I would give it, maybe. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, you know I mean, what? I, I kind of agree. I kind of agree because of what we've experienced and what we see, but um, hopefully I'm wrong and something big happens. But, you know... Maybe maybe all Arizonans need to show up en masse at their state capitol and protest. Make it look like Brazil. Protesting is always an option. Demand, that, they, demand that your state do something. You know? Yeah. I mean, if obviously all the voters, this is gonna... If all the voters showed up, I think that would send a message. Yeah. You know, do everybody, everybody that voted Republican that had this election stolen from them, show up. All you independent voters who had this election stolen from you, show up, show up en masse and protest the shit out of it and refuse to leave until somebody does something. You know, that's how we use our voice. I mean, obviously, I, I have a hard time believing that Arizona is like Washington, D.C., where the police in Arizona are going to come in and round up the citizens of that state and throw you all in jail. I don't think that Arizona most likely doesn't have the resources for that anyway. Um, but, you know, if you're going to do something like that, organize, stay peaceful, use your voices. Um, don't try to rampage into your state Capitol building and scare the hell out of your politicians. Just demand that they do their jobs. That's not too much to ask. No, I don't think, you know, the people do their no, jobs. No, it's not too much to ask. Shouldn't have to ask. It's already put, it's already should be that way by default. Yeah. Um, yeah. Affidavits. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. This doesn't mean, despite things looking terrible in our opinion, this doesn't mean give up. No. By any means. We can't give up. That's what they no. want. They want us to give up. Yeah. It's psychological warfare, man. Mm -hmm. uh, flashback. Fox 10 Arizona flashed Katie Hobbs as, as gubernatorial winner 12 days before the election when she was behind 11 points in their own poll. Yeah. You know what's funny about this mm -hmm. so they did this and if you see in this picture here they had her winning by 53 percent do you know what her percentage is currently at right now no 54 percent mm. so it could end up being exactly 53 percent i think that it could be somewhere around that 53 <laughs> to 54 percent and they did exactly i think that they told everybody ahead of time that they were going to steal this election and now you're seeing it happen in real time yeah wow oh so, yeah i believe it and of course twitter has it labeled as the media is presented out of context no the media isn't presented out of context Fox News put that out. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Ugh, Twitter's still corrupt. Yeah. Let's look at the next story. Maricopa County election judge believes the machines were programmed to reject ballots on election day. Michelle Swinnick was an election judge in Maricopa County on election day last week. Following the election, Michelle stopped, stepped forward to discuss what she experienced in Maricopa County on election day. Michelle worked at a center in a heavily Republican district. According to Michelle, the tabulators worked perfectly well uh, perfectly well the night before the election. Then on election day, they quit working. Only one in ten ballots were accepted through the tabulators. The officials were told to put the de defective ballots into a different section called Door 3. Michelle believes this was all planned. The election officials knew the, that Republicans were going to come out in force on election day as they did in the primary. This was a planned operation. So, yeah, what yep. they did was took those votes and then they count them, count them, quote unquote, count. Mm -hmm. They don't count them. Yep. They commit fraud. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. They did all of this intentionally and they knew what they were going to have to do. And they they knew that people were going to be dropping off ballots on Election Day and they couldn't have that. So they the machines didn't work. Do you remember what Biden said? What was it? It might have been this year or last year. That they that have was the, while he was campaigning. While he was campaigning, he said that they have the most extensive voter fraud network in these states that we've ever had. Hello. Yeah, we've created the most. Yeah. You know what? It was the leftists, the radical lefts, they don't look at what the hell he's saying clearly, nope. or they are just okay with it. And I think it's a both, but also that they don't pay attention to Biden because they hate him. They think he's worthless. He has nothing good to say. And they're more focused on what the right's doing. 
Uh, somebody sent me a thing this morning, and it's a perfect example. It's when Biden said, let me say two words, and then said three words. Um, and then uh, somebody tweeted out, who was it? Ah, I don't have the story in front of me. I should have grabbed it. But then uh, somebody, a Republican, tweeted, let me let me say three words. And they said, let's go Brandon. And all, every, all these blue checks on the left on Twitter were like, you idiot, that's more than three words. Like, they didn't see that it was a parody on what Biden had said because they're not paying attention. Right. It's so, they don't pay attention. It's so concerning. You know, how could you spread the truth when the, nobody's even looking at anything except... You can't. Yeah. It's... It's, they have they pay half attention they have pay attention they it, it goes in one ear and out the other cognitive dissonance know. yeah 100 percent. but man it's terrible yeah. what else have we got yeah what's going on cameras went dark in nevada ballot counting facility as final results were delayed so everybody was um kind of looking at nevada too and it was one that was stolen it was supposed to go red and it went blue uh, it says it seems, and this is an article by Natural News, it seems that the Democrat efforts to completely destroy all trust in our elections so that voting laws can be changed to permanently favor them, such as universal mail-in voting, is going ongoing during the current election cycle and in parts of the country that garnered suspicion of mass cheating and voter fraud in 2020. That includes Nevada, where cameras set up to monitor ballot workers suddenly went dark at a voting vote counting facility earlier this week. Even as election results from that state still are not finalized for governor and U.S. Senator as of this writing, several days after the election. Quote, cameras at the voting count, vote counting facility in Nevada County, still counting midterm election votes, stopped broadcasting overnight, officials said on November 10th. The Epic Times reported the live stream computer application that provides the feeds lost connection with the cameras at 11.24 p.m. on Wednesday, according to Bethany Drysdale, a spokesperson for Washoe County. The report noted further that all staffers left for the night around an hour before the cameras mysteriously shut off, and no one reportedly returned until 7 a.m. the next morning, according to officials, where we've heard this before. Officials went on to say that the connection to the cameras was finally restored around 8 a.m. Thursday, meaning they were dark for several hours, giving those who may have nefarious intentions plenty of opportunity to plant fake ballots. Washoe County's security administration was said to have reviewed security cameras at the building, which run on a different system. The camera showed that no person entered the ballot room or registrar's office while the live feeds were cut off, the Epic Times added. But that isn't likely to instill confidence since it seems plenty suspicious that the cameras just happened to go off during vote counting. Of course, right? So, you know, just more evidence of voter fraud. Yeah, and look at this. Uh, this person tweeted this out snapshot of some of the governor results in Arizona and the treasurer results. And they said, so in Arizona, you mean to tell me more people showed up to vote for treasurer than governor. <laughs> and if you look at the numbers, you have uh, two point about 2.3 million votes for treasurer mm -hmm. and 2.4 million votes for governor. I'm estimating. So you're telling me a hundred thousand people all like 8% of people didn't vote party line or see the these people these numbers should be about the same because people are not going to vote for a democrat governor and a republican treasurer they're just that's not how people function so you should have the same amount of votes theoretically maybe with slight differences um for both of these mm -hmm. like your republican numbers and your democrat numbers should match up and they don't and this so is my more guess votes. Is, Literally more votes. Right, I know. It just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. So I'm, what I'm saying is, is that there should be 1,299,047 votes or thereabouts for Carrie Lake. But there's only 1,185,000. Yeah, precisely. So those numbers should be more in line. And they're just not. So, yeah, this voter fraud is completely obvious. Anybody who says it's not is just refusing to look at what the heck's going on, in yep. my opinion. Yep. So this one is uh, anonymous Wisconsin heroes demonstrated how to collapse the Democrat ballot gathering apparatus. I'm not going to go ahead and read this whole article, but basically um, there were groups of people that were working on cleaning up voter rolls in Wisconsin. And that's what they've done is they've went through 
They've cleaned up the voter rolls because what's happening is, is, and this is the problem that we, part of the problem that we have in this country is mm-hmm. that Republicans are focused on votes. Democrats are focused on ballots. And fraud. <laughs> right. But they're focused on ballots. They don't care how many yeah. votes they get. They care how many ballots they get. They care how they're and counted so, too. The only way that they can even appear legitimate, and this is how they're getting away with it, is that these voter rolls have not been cleaned up for who knows how long. And so there's addresses that don't exist anymore, people that don't exist at certain addresses, um, people that don't live at the addresses they say they do. And so they just mail out massive amounts of they need all of these ghost ballots out there so that someone can gather them up, vote for them, and drop them mm-hmm. off. Because then if they look at the votes, they can say, oh, well, this person's on the voter rolls. Doesn't matter if that person doesn't exist. Person could be dead. They could have moved to a different state. They could have moved to a different county. Um, they may not live at that address anymore. Maybe they moved to a different address within that county. You know, Um so they need and that's how they're getting away with it is they're not cleaning and i think arizona is an example of this i don't think arizona has ever cleaned up their voting rolls right you know we saw this happening in wisconsin and so this group of people has um worked really hard on cleaning up their voter rolls and when you have that there's no cheating you can't cheat so not when you're when they're mailing out massive amounts of ballots. Yeah, it's one of the ways they could definitely cheat. Yep. Oh my gosh! Well, good on Wisconsin, but unfortunately, they're trying to go for the steal in other states. Yeah, I think a yeah. lot of other states too. Mm-hmm. When I talk about my state a lot, Washington State, we only have we only have the option to drop a ballot in a drop box or mail it in early. Mail it in. Same thing with Oregon and California. It's I have zero faith in our in our elections here. It's probably right. and why would you? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's starting to look like you know. It's just we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. George W. Bush and Barack Obama are to hold back to back conferences this week on democracy and disinformation. Oh my gosh, two of the most corrupt people in history, Hussein Obama and the Bush. Uh, of course, democracy and disinformation, where have we heard that before? Um, and of course, it's just all propaganda bullshit. Yeah, so expect to see some clips from these clowns. Yep. Um, this is kind of funny. Elon on Twitter... This stuff makes me happy, but it's really like it's hard to know what to make of these things, you know, because nothing's really changing. We're not seeing a lot happening, and uh, some blue check started complaining as soon as it loads here about he says uh, it's Ed Markey, Senator Markey, um, U.S. Senator of Massachusetts, Massachusetts Chair of Subcommittees on Clean Air, Climate and Nuclear Safety, and on East Asia and the Pacific fighting for a Green New Deal. Look at his picture. He's wearing a mask. Uh, He says, A Washington Post reporter was able to create a verified account impersonating me. I'm asking for answers from Elon Musk, who's putting profits over people and and his debt over stopping disinformation. Twitter must explain how this happened and how to prevent it from happening again. And he posts a couple pictures. Um, of um, a letter. A letter to Elon from November 11th from him. And Elon responded, Perhaps it's because your real account sounds like a parody. And why does your profile picture have a mask? Um, yeah. So Elon's kind of calling him out, which is interesting. And people were like, Elon, be careful. This guy's in charge of green stuff and you're, uh, you know, he could fuck you over. And somebody kind of posted something that was like exactly that. Elon, be careful. He's in charge of some of this green stuff and he could fuck you over. And Elon responded to that guy. I can't find it right now. And he said, are you saying basically that they're going to like strong army illegally? Like, I don't Yes, care. they will. Yeah. 
And I think Elon's going to find out the hard way that that's exactly what they're going to do. You know, so they're going to put an over, they're going to demand an oversight committee on Twitter and Elon and all of the stuff that he's doing. And if you think for a second that Elon buying Twitter is going to give us free speech back, you're crazy. Because it's not. Because the truth of the matter is, is the people that really determine whether we have free speech are our politicians and our governments, not people like Elon Musk. As yeah. much as, and especially if they steal these elections, they're gonna just be able to do whatever the hell they want. Absolutely. Yeah. All they have to do is write the laws. I mean, they don't care about taking our rights away. We can scream First Amendment all we want. We can scream Second Amendment all we want. Um, the people in Oregon, ask them about their Second Amendment. Because I know a lot of people, most of the people I know that live in Oregon, all of their firearms are now illegal. Mm. So ask them how well the Second Amendment is working for them. Wow. You know, they don't do care. They're going to go after the guns as soon as they're in. Well, yeah, they just yeah, have to go after them. free speech first. They have to they have to silence people first. Mm-hmm. In the world news, um, that's one of the things they're going to target, though, for sure, is guns and speech. Mm-hmm. It's just becoming uh, not... <laughs> it's becoming totalitarian. It's scary. Uh, the people of Brazil and the military continue to work together to overcome the stolen election. There's um, a couple of pictures in here. The article doesn't really say much, but unfortunately, the some of the stuff that was in there, the videos that were in there, are no longer available. So. Oh really? Oh yeah, the page just doesn't exist anymore. Oh, maybe it does on yours. It didn't on my computer. That's bizarre. Military forces supporting Brazilian patriots. The world watch Brazil fight communism with all their voices united through Brazil. Bolsonaro won. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, this is a video. Kind of a protest video. What the heck? It's like a mock funeral for. They're basically what they're saying is Brazil has died. Wow. So they're putting together a mock funeral. Patriots, truckers protesting in Brazil. Yeah, the protests are huge in Brazil. 12 de novembro, sábado. Pessoal vindo do Mato Grosso, mais de 150 caminhões rumo a Brasil. stand for this, and even the military is on their side, and they're trying to work on getting the police on their side too um wow but there's just massive and you know but i will say this the people of brazil are they're done they they liked their president you know they've lived under communism for a long time they finally got a conservative president in that started fixing things and they're not willing to give that up so maybe having lost it already and gotten it back fought for it back Mm. um lets them you know they're not willing to go back down that road again americans haven't gone through that yet americans haven't felt the pinch and the squeeze of communism um and until they do i don't know that they're going to fully understand what that is like that's just the simple truth maybe things you, you might be right. Maybe things have to get much worse before they get better here. I, I like to say I wouldn't. I hope not, because obviously it affects me too. Well, it's already bad for us because we see it and we empathize with it and we are experiencing it and we realize it. But for the other, who knows how many people? You're right. They just they don't get it. They don't see it. They don't believe it. Nope. And maybe they do. Maybe they have to live through it. Maybe they have to go through it. Maybe they have to, you know, when, when this comes, if there is a complete and total collapse, and I don't know if there will be or not. I, I don't. I don't know what's going to happen any more than any of the rest of you do. Um, but whatever happens to us is going to happen to our counterparts on the other side of the aisle. 
the liberals and the Democrats. And so if there are food shortages and um, society, collapse of society and collapse of infrastructure and stuff, they're going to be hungry and cold just as much as we are. It's not going to matter later what people. Yeah, we're all going to be in the same boat. It's not going to matter whether you're Democrat or Republican at that point. Yeah. When you can't feed your children. And and I'm like I said, I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. It's possible things could get bad, but it, it but it is a possibility, and it whatever happens to us is going to happen to them. Is my point? Yeah, wow. They're, they're not going to if they think that they're going to escape us, and we're the only ones that you know Republicans are the only ones who are going to be persecuted and suffer through this. They're wrong, and they're in for a rude awakening. So. Yeah, look what they're doing over here. Yeah. In Ireland? Ireland. Oof. Ireland is considers enacting a bill criminalizing the possession of hateful material. We recently discussed troubling conviction in Great Britain of a man for his toxic ideology. Now, Ireland appears ready to replicate that case a thousandfold. The proposed criminal justice incitement to violence or hatred and hate offenses bill 2022 would criminalize the possession of material deemed hateful. It is a full frontal assault on speech and associational associational rights. The law would allow for sweeping authoritarian measures in defining opposing viewpoints hateful. Ireland appears to be picking up the cudgel of speech criminalized criminalization from Britain an abusive power once used against the Irish. The law is a free speech nightmare. Even before addressing the crime of possession of harmful material, the law would provide for an offense of condoning, denying, or grossly trivializing genocide, war crimes, crimes against humanity, and crimes against peace. (laughs) The crime of condoning, denying, or grossly trivializing criminal conduct would make most autocrats blush. The lack of any meaningful definition invites arbitrary enforcement. The law expressly states that the intent to combat forms and expressions of racism and xenophobia by means of criminal law. So let me just break this down a little bit. So what they're setting this up for is anybody who speaks out for places like Russia, where they're saying Russia is committing genocide, Russia is committing crimes against humanity, crimes against peace, and somebody comes up and says, no, it doesn't really look like it. It looks like they're doing what's best for them. That would be considered to fall under that offense. Or if I said, and fuck would... Joe Biden. Right. Yeah, exactly. You speak out against your government, that is considered hate speech. It would probably be anything against the mainstream narrative that's approved by the Mockingbird yes. controllers. Exactly. It's, because it's them oh who gets gosh. to decide. This is you know absolutely absurd. So I guess I'm not going to go there. Um, because I'll probably, so if they enacted this and I went into their state, I wonder if I'm automatically like have a warrant because of like my past tweets. So here, listen to this. It says under this pernicious law, a judge can order the search of a home based solely on a police officer's sworn statement that he or she has reasonable grounds to believe illegal material may be present in a person's home so like a neighbor could call in and say i think i think they're uh yeah yeah wow this is like 1930s 1940s all over again yeah this is absolutely crushing the fourth turning and and this is what you know what this is the same thing that they're trying to do here in the united states hence the reason that obama and Bush are both having their their things that they're doing and talking about disinformation. It is yeah. the same thing. They are trying to do the same thing here. Absolutely. They would love to do that here. That's probably the end goal. These are probably experiments that they take into consideration when deciding on when to fully take everybody's uh, rights and enslave them in our country. Um And of course, uh, we have Ukraine. Um, 
demanding reparations from Russia at the UN. A video came out on that. We don't need to get into it, but Ukraine's demanding no. reparations from Russia. And I think we're going to see a lot of things changing here as these elections come to an end and people could kind of see a little bit into the future on what's going on. We're going to see moves. And especially as things like what happened with FTX and their money laundering schemes come to an end and they have mm -hmm. to find more money. I think we're going to see a lot of changes with what we've been seeing as far as it goes with Ukraine yeah. and the U S and the world. And there's a lot of other things happening uh, in the world. I guess Roxy informed us over the weekend that the Pope came forward saying that he wants to create a new Ten Commandments as well. They're trying to create a global a global religion. And they've been yeah. working on this for some time. Um, so she's absolutely so, right. Um, this is one of those things that they're trying to... It's actually going to be... They're, in fact, they're wanting to re-term it Chrislam, is what people are calling it. It's a, it's a combination of Christianity and the muslim religion yeah, we saw them make a church um, yes in the middle east then, i believe yeah and so they want to rewrite their what they consider the 10th you know 10 commandments and it, in my opinion this calls into question the original um, religion as a whole you know and is this how religion is really decided and how is this how religion has always been decided and I don't think that that's something that we necessarily have an answer to. Um, I, I think that people have done and still continue to do a lot of research. But the truth of the matter is, is that the truth has been hidden from us oh, for yeah. a really long time. And um, I think it's irresponsible not to question it. But those are just my opinions. Um I'm not going to tell anybody how to believe. Yeah, you know. But we do. Go ahead. I just think it's absurd. And we're going to talk. Josh is going to talk about it tonight in depth. Um, a lot of this stuff. He's going to talk about the financial stuff in depth. There's so much information that's so damning out there. Uh, the Ten Commandments thing is going to be coming up as well, maybe tonight. Um, and holy smokes. This is bizarre, bizarre stuff. And the fact that they're trying to tie it in with religion, they're trying to tie in this radical leftist ideology with religion is extremely alarming. What if that's, oh my gosh, it just really- They have to though. They have to. It's crazy. It all has to tie in together. Otherwise their agenda, agenda is incomplete. And- um, What a weird distinction. They have to have control over every aspect of everything. It can't just be financial. It can't just be governmental. It can't just be political. It's got to include religion. It's got to, you know, it's so you weird. have to control everything. Isn't it like a dystopian novel where, oh, they created a new Ten Commandments? Where I would you say know, a dystopian nightmare, but yeah. yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so weird. And then you've got the only other thing that we had on here was mm -hmm. under health. Um, the globalists are stirring about stirring up fear about a triple demic of COVID flu and the RSV, which is respiratory, which is respiratory virus. And it's probably um, an mRNA vaccine. I, I think what we're seeing is the result of um, lowered immune systems from the vaccine. I think it's lowering people's oh. immune system and they're getting sick. Oh, I Possibly thought they were. With multiple things. I'm sorry, I totally went off. I thought they were making a vaccine for all three. They are working on trying to yeah. do that, but they first they've got to show that people have the all three of them at the same time first, right? So all of a sudden, it's a it's a triple demic, not just a pandemic, but a triple demic of all three. Um, <laughs> triple demic, triple scam. Um, everything is run by fear. It is all fear based. So guess what? yeah, stop being afraid. Yeah, guess what? It's winter. You're going to get the sniffles. Keep your immune system healthy. Eat real food. Take care of yourself. Do a little bit of exercise. Bada bing, bada boom. You'll probably be better off than anybody. Um, my God. God And even us. when it comes to this communism coming to America, we need to not be afraid of that. We need to be able to stand up and fight it and do what we need to do but fear is going to paralyze us. If we're if we're sitting here and we're afraid, then 
we're going to be paralyzed into inaction. And that's what they want. They want us afraid to do anything. Mm-hmm. And if our founding fathers had been afraid, we wouldn't have this country. Right. So don't our founding, don't we owe our founding fathers that? Man. Yeah. We owe our ancestors and we owe our future, our children. Yeah, how many of us had children? Yeah. How many of us had relatives that fought in the revolutionary war and lost relatives in the revolutionary war? I know some of my family has been here since the 1600s. So I'm sure I had relatives that fought and died in the revolutionary war. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, everybody, Andrea, thank you for joining me again. It's Monday. We have a big day ahead of us. I know I've just, I have my schedules jam packed and uh, looking forward to it. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we did get a donation here from Alan. He said, evening, Vince and Andrea and Foxhole family. Thank you, Alan. We appreciate that. Thank you so much for thank the you. can. And thank you, everybody else, for joining us from all across the world and from the different platforms across the Internet as well. Uh, make sure you go in the description and follow us at all these various areas where we do stream because... We don't know what's going to happen. When are they going to roll out these censorship things like they are in Ireland and whatnot in the U.S.? When are they going to clamp down and send a Gestapo to stop the truth from coming out? Follow us everywhere you can. Put your email on redpills.tv to receive email notifications every day on what the heck's going on and where we're streaming and what's going on with the Red Pill Project. If you want to donate to Morning Coffee and Red Pill Project, you can at redpills.tv slash go redpills.tv slash go is our give send go campaign you can contribute a one-time donation there help support keeping what we're doing help support us continue doing what we do we appreciate you all for your continuous support and wish you all a great day we'll be back tonight with the daily dose tune in it's going to be big josh has a lot of information to get out there and plus who knows what's going to break throughout the day so tune in tonight 5 30 p.m pacific tomorrow morning same bat place same bat time for us we'll be here and uh can't wait for it everybody have a great day take care godspeed see you everybody